0: Welcome to the Stacking Slabs podcast. Join Brett to get the latest sports cards investment advice, hear from industry experts that are deep in the trenches, and find out when to turn left when the rest of the market is going right. Get eBay ready. Get PayPal ready. Let's be students of the game and stack those slabs.
1: What is up, everyone? Hobby hustle. Happy Friday. Turn it up so much energy right now, so much enthusiasm. I am just so damn happy to be in the hobby. I got to tell you all something. This is a very, very special thing we're all a part of, a very special community. It is amazing how much I learn and how many people I meet on a regular basis by being proactive in the hobby. One conversation leads to another conversation. That leads to another conversation. And yes, cards might be up front, but the people are really what matters. And I have just been having so much damn fun meeting new people, not only meeting new people but bringing them on, stacking slabs, hobby hustle, and having you all learn their story. This is a good one today. Hopefully you all have seen, and if you haven't, when you're done listening to this, go to iTunes, go to Spotify, go to Title, wherever and go search these guys, and turn it up loud, but this is a special occasion. I got to tell you, we've got Peter Pacman, Slabby Sosa, and Rip Hamiltops, my favorite hip-hop trio in the hobby, all together for the first time in a long time, having a conversation about what they're doing, their music, their content, what they're collecting, and some of you might not know, Hopefully, you know now after listening to this, Rip Hamilton's former Detroit Lions running back, Javid Best, stacking slabs first, former pro athlete and runner. Go check out his high school football tapes, man. There's something to behold. A lot of records. No one could catch this guy. But we all remember Javid. He is in the hobby as Rip Hamilton's creating beats for this trio and making us all happy. This is one of my favorites. It is just so much fun to meet new people like these guys with so much energy and passion for the hobby. I'm just going to sit back, relax. I'm going to kick it over to the conversation. Hopefully, you guys enjoy this one. All right, everybody. I am super pumped for the hobby hustle today. I have two of my favorite new follows in the hobby that I've just been enjoying. I'm sure you've seen me repost their stuff. But two of my favorite new follows, Slabby Sosa and Peter Pac-Man, they have just been creating amazing content. We've got some hip hop in the hobby, some hobby hip hop that I've just been loving. It's just making things fun. And they just have just such a good attitude. They're collectors at heart, but just had so much fun consuming their content that I had to bring them on stacking slabs. So Peter Pac-Man, Slabby Sosa, Welcome to Stacking Slabs. How you doing?
0: Man, we are doing great, man. Thank you for having us on. How you doing, brother?
1: I'm doing well. I was just, before we jumped on, I was telling you guys, my wife is happy. I'm recording a podcast on the evening, so I'm not subjecting her to more football after sitting through a whole Sunday of football yesterday.
0: Our wives are anxiously waiting for us to get back in there and deal with these kids whenever we're done, as always, especially slabs over there. But uh, (laughs) we're doing well, for sure.
1: Yeah, you know, I think it's it's unique what you all are doing. I can tell there's a lot of passion behind what you're doing. And it's just been so much fun. I think just as someone who's trying to have fun in the hobby, you know, I guess just first question, like for you guys, like, how did this start? Like, you're all family. How did the inspiration come where you're like, all right, I'm going to start creating content, start making some hip hop for the hobby?
0: Take it away, Slabby.
2: But you know, I think our story is similar to a lot of collectors' story. You know, story um being young. You know, us collecting toys, cars. When we were younger. You know, seven, eight, nine, ten. You know, then I know Hackman, Peter. He's been collecting. You know, he kind of came back into the hobby early, like 2013, 2014. You know, I, I was right along with him going to LCSs, picking up cards, opening prism boxes. And they were like what, like hundred dollars? Seventy
0: nine dollars. Did you go on mute?
2: Oh, uh, around April, I just remember me, man, just kind of being home. You know, I work a nine to five. I mean, more like one, but just um, like, man, I need to start getting some assets going in my life, man. You know, like nine to five, I'm not going to cut it. So I'm looking online, googling, you know, things to, to, to buy that appreciate over time. And cards kept on popping up, sports cards, which was like, man, for me, I'm like, are you serious? You know, is this something fun that I can collect and it actually makes money? So from there, just kind of dug dug deep in, you know, kind of hollered at Pac-Man and was like, hey, bro, you know, I really want to get into this. He's like, man, you know, let's kind of jump in. And from there, we've kind, of, we kind of just been back at it ever since.
1: Yeah, I think I love the story. And I think a lot of us in this age bracket have come through some of the similar experiences where we might have left the hobby and cards got away from us for a minute. but then we go back to it. And it's like you go back to it and you rip one pack and you realize there's not only the nostalgic component, but then the upside with the business opportunity. And then all of a sudden you're hooked and you're back into it like you were from the jump. Is that you guys all have kind of similar experiences? Pack, why don't you take that one?
0: Yeah. Very similar experience. I think for me, like uh Slabby was saying, I think it was 2013, 14, around the time with the Warriors, we live in the Bay Area, San Francisco Bay Area, all of us are scattered around. So around the time when the Warriors were starting to make basketball cool again around here, made me want to dig into my cards. I dug into my cards, made me want to start buying hobby boxes again, strictly to rip. But there was something inside of me that was saying that I just felt like this would be worth something. It would be bigger than what it was, you know, or why wasn't it as big as it was when I was a kid? And when is that going to come back again, right? So I had just been from 2013 to now to about April or May, like Slabby said, I had just been Buying hobby boxes just to rip stuff open, you know what I'm saying every now and then every few months just to have fun. But when, when Slabby put it to me like, man, we can really invest in hold wax and all the stuff that you used to say over the last few years is happening now, and people have been doing it, they're saying the same things you're saying. So we said, all right, let's do that." And then from there, we felt like not that there, we felt like there was a lot missing from the hobby, but it's because we weren't in the hobby, because a lot of the stuff we felt was missing is already there. Well, you know what I'm saying? That's what we're learning now. is oh, There's already people doing that. Lameen James is already doing memes. A whole bunch, bunch of people are doing these creative things. But we felt like, I don't know, like comedy and music was missing. You know what I mean? And most importantly, that it could bring people together. It's what brought uh, Rip, uh, pack, and Slab us together. We're family. We've been family our whole life, right? But uh, Rip and myself, we have a nonprofit organization or we've been doing things in the community for the last five or six years. Slab's been supporting that as well, too. But this was something else that we just felt that we can do together that would just be super fun for us, right? And we weren't really thinking too much of anybody else, just, man, it's going to be fun for us. And if anybody, if it, can make any, if it can make us smile, then it'll make somebody else smile. So we really blame it on Rip because Slab and myself wanted to just be really a joke, make one song, do a spoof or a parody of a song. And Rip is talented in almost every aspect in life. So he brought his music ability and his mind and his creative talents to the board, too. And he he really pushed us forward and said, hey man, we can make this a brand and we can really make this a staple. And not only that, we can inspire other people to do it, too, because we're not the best rappers. We're not the funniest people. You know what I mean? But we're pretty sure there's other people. And if we can inspire that or create that, then that'd be cool. And We feel like the only reason why that space is available is for people like you, people like Lamine, people like everybody, all these creators who have made just doing their own thing okay in the hobby. We felt like it was okay for us to come in here and and do whatever we want to.
1: Yeah, I love that so much. And I've had a similar connection just with my brother and just reliving the past through cards and just the conversations and connection it makes just with family is incredible. But maybe I'll kick it over to you, Rip. I think, you know, the other night I was on Instagram and I saw you with a whole bunch of, boxes of wax. And I was like, is this guy going to rip them down or not? And you not only ripped them down, but (laughs) you pulled out some bangers. Maybe share your perspective of just like being a professional athlete who has uh, gotten into cards or back into cards. What's the connection like between you and the sport that you played or just sports that you watch? What's the connection like for you?
3: Uh, For me, it was kind of just like, it was funny. I mean, I just got on Instagram and uh, saw Slab and saw Pac-Man doing skits. And I saw the movies that they were spoofing. And so I immediately knew it was funny because they were imitating the movies. But I had no idea what they were talking about. And then I started texting Pac-Man and I was like, like trying to get the context behind it. Because I didn't know what they were talking about. I didn't know what wax was. I didn't know what anything was. And as soon as they kind of filled me in on all that stuff, I was just sitting there like, man. I had been collecting my own rookie cards forever. And so it felt like it was something that it was easy for me to just hop in. I mean, we all love sports. That's part of the reason why we gravitate towards this. But when I was like, when it hit me that people's rookies cards are actually worth something, like it didn't hit me while I was signing my own rookie cards that these were worth something. So it just kind of drove it home for me and I was all on board. And as far as the music goes, I was already making music and producing beats and so it just like went hand in hand i saw a picture he posted saying we want to make the first rap wax mixtape and then i was like oh let me make some beats and we can make this happen and it just rolled from there
1: i love it and i think that's something everyone out there listening maybe thinks about but you can actually say it as you're someone who has collected your own rookie cards i guess you having your own rookie cards have you gone back since being back in the hobby and searched for stuff that is more rare that you might not have had. Talk to me about the hunt for your own cards that you might not already have.
3: Oh, man. So like Pac-Man was talking about, we have a nonprofit organization. And so we do a lot of things in the community, a lot of things with kids. And usually when kids are involved, uh, either camps or want to read books at schools or thing like that, I'll have this binder with a bunch of my rookie cards. And I'll just go open it and grab a couple, bring like a stack of like 20 or 30 and pass them out and sign them to the kids. And as soon as I started learning what was on the cards and what makes them rare and everything, I went back to the binder. And I was passing out all the numbered ones, all the (laughs) silvers, (laughs) all the ones that look cool. I was was, was keeping all the bases. And so I had it completely backwards because I was passing them out because they look cooler than the other ones. But it was just funny when that moment when I went in my own binder and realized that I was passing out all the good ones, all the rare ones.
1: I think that's a story that a lot of people, maybe not at that level, but everyone goes through, right? When you're back in it, the hobby has changed so much, maybe from when we were growing up to mid 2000s to today, where you've got new sets, parallels, what's limited, what's not. And I think no matter who you are, when you get back in it, it's a whole educational process. What do you guys think about that process of just getting back into the hobby and learning again?
0: Man, it was brand new, even from, like I said, I hopped back in in 2014 and it wasn't too far off other than the prices. I thought $79 for a hobby box of Prism was way too much back then, even in 2014. But I think now in 2020, getting back in, man, like I make mistakes every day in the hobby, even when it comes to investing, when it comes to collecting, you know what I mean? Just learning about different variations and parallels and sets and the language, like some of this stuff is still foreign to me. it's so brand new, right? And like you said, it's it's much different than it was when I was collecting it. We were collecting as children, or even five, six years ago, it's totally different. There's so much more and there's so much more diversity, which I feel should be praised instead of um, looked down upon in the hobby. I kind of feel like we do a lot of nitpicking at each other because some people like to collect, some people like to flip, some people like to do this. Man, we it's all about the card. We all collect a piece of paper with another man on it. All right. So <laughs> at the end of the day we have to humble ourselves, you know what I mean? And just appreciate the hobby for what it is. You know what I mean? But yeah, it's definitely been, that part of it has been different too, just having to navigate through that, just the different types of collectors and hobbyists within the hobby. But like I said, I'm learning every day. We think, we feel, we know what we know, but there's times we make buys and it doesn't pan out the way we thought it was going to pan out. Right. Or like, two years ago, two summers ago, I gave away about 5,000 or we gave away about 5,000 basketball cards at one of our community events for a, a summer event in Oakland. And at the time I had no idea. And I was giving away a bunch of 2016 17 and 17, 18 random products and rookie cards. Mostly. I mean, it was just stuff. I, you, I was just ripping for fun and we needed stuff to give away. So we gave away all those cards. And looking back on it now, I'm like, I probably could have made thousands of dollars <laughs> those cards.
1: So there's some kids in Oakland somewhere with silver Luka Doncic's in their pocket <laughs> that they are
0: giving them. Definitely. <laughs> They're just cards, man. They're just paper. Yeah, there's value to it. It makes it, you know what I'm saying, worth investing. But at the end of the day, it's about the feeling and the joy it brings. You know what I'm saying? That's the purest part for us, even with the music and the comedy. And everything, you know, with the memes that people create, it makes us laugh. So even the card is just the bait, really. You know what I mean? So if we can make it yeah. more than the card, that's what it's about for us.
1: No doubt. Slabby, what about you and just getting back and education? What are your thoughts on just your process and getting back and enjoying the hobby?
3: Man,
2: I mean, at first it was kind of intimidating. I, man, honestly, it, it, like, today I just have so much fun. I could literally be about it for hours doing research. I didn't even realize that I was on it for three, four hours. You know what I'm saying? My wife is like, hey, come on now, what you doing? <laughs> you know, so I was saying more the feeling that it brings to, to us. And you know, like, I enjoy doing this. It's nostalgic, it's something to have fun with, but also something that, you know, I can make money with. And it's real fun, the whole process getting back into it, learning what all these different parallels are. You know, I know for me, hopping back in, first initially, I started off vintage baseball, so I was just like, that's pretty much what I know, you know, baseball from the late 80s, and 90s. The slab was like, man, do your basketball research, you know, it's like, basketball is where it's at. So I started doing basketball research, dug deep into the basketball research, and kind of like, you know, kind of, I kind of jumped into current day baseball with I haven't watched baseball in years, so now I can tell you, know, so almost every team, top top 30 prospects, you know, so just the whole process just
1: been fun. Yeah, it's it's amazing. Um, and I was thinking about this when the, you know, finals closed out last night, just how much basketball I had watched over the last four months. And then the connection I had between the game of basketball and then the cards. And then now knowing every player on every team, it seems like in the NBA. So I think That's something special too that I think for me personally, cards have done is just connected me further with the sport that I love and just being educated and knowing the players when I'm looking at cards that I want to potentially buy or not. What I want to talk to you guys about now is just the music. I think to me, I'm a massive music music guy. There's been just a missing gap for me, I think. I talk about music, but there's just been no music to connect people in the hobby together. And that's something you're doing. You're creating beats, you're writing rhymes, you're coming up with songs that are just like, they're comedy in a way, but they're also really good. Like I could turn it up in my car and I can be feeling it. And I think that's awesome. Like every time it's in my Instagram feed, I stop, I hit play and I enjoy it. So talk to me maybe about, and whoever wants to take it can, but just the creative process that goes into the music that you're making.
0: I'm going to let Rip take it off, but first I'm going to say this is the first time that Rip, Pack, Rip, and Slab have been on the same platform or together as part of this whole creation process. I know when you're outside the box, you would think that we go to a studio, we all together, we see each other all the time. This is the first time that we've all seen each other, literally, (laughs) in the last three, four months. So maybe years, you know what I mean? Because we live in the Bay Area, but far apart, and we all have our families. But go ahead and talk about the creative process, Rip.
3: I would say it just started with the group chat. We started a group chat and at first it started with like almost education. They were kind of educating me on how the hobby works and like what you should invest in, what you should buy, what you should look out for, what the type of cards were. And so I had all this knowledge and then they said they wanted to make music. And so I was just literally taking ideas and conversations from our group chats or from screenshots from our group chat, GIFs we send each other, highlights we send each other, and using that energy and just creating a hip-hop song around it. And at first I was just making hooks and just sending it to them just to make the group chat even more fun because it was just like funny that we were making raps about wax. And then it started getting better and better and we were like, oh, we, we should really start doing this. And then that brought us to where we're at today.
1: That's incredible. It's amazing just what group chats can do, bring family together to create some hip-hop for the hobby. That's what I'm talking about. So the songs, you got you got Rip and Wax, you got Grades, you got Facts. Do you have a personal favorite? You guys have a personal favorite from that so far? I got to tell you, when I hear that run it back on the Chrome 9 Mbappe, that's when I'm like, that's when like the Diet Coke is coming through my nose. Every time I hear that line, I'm laughing. <laughs>
0: Crazy thing, too, man. I'd probably say 95% of the stuff we say, we have. Like, that Chrome 9 Mbappe, I have. You know what I mean? Anytime Slabby says any of these slabs or prices or something, we actually own those things. So, yeah, it's funny, but we actually try and be as real as we honestly can at the same time, you know? But I think, for me, my favorites haven't been released yet. Rip has a solo track. We're going to be releasing sometime this week or next week. That's hands down my favorite. But of the four tracks... And probably Grades. I like them all, but Grades only because I feel like that's the one that I feel has brought the most people together and we've had the best reception of. But I yeah. love all of them the same, really.
2: i here. I have to say probably Grades. I think that was our first one. I think we recorded right, y'all? I think. Yep, that was the first one.
3: That was definitely the first one. So Grades definitely has, like, a special place. Definitely a special place. But any track where I hear Sosa, <laughs> 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 that's all I need to hear, man. All I need to hear is
1: Sosa. Stacking paper, trying to get these grades. Talk to me about, obviously, the names are symbolic, right? The names are symbolic to the hobby. They're funny. Talk to me about the ideation behind each one of your names.
0: Man, like Rip said, it was a group chat, and we were all on group chat just being silly, thinking we were the only ones on the planet who did this, right, in our bubble, And now that we're exposed and engaged with so much more people, we found out that people have been doing this for years and years and years and we're new, right? So it was just, it started off as a group chat and we probably came up with each. We said, man, we each got to have 10 different names, like real rappers do. They all have 10 different names. So we got to have 10 different names and we just pick the ones that, that we like the best for the most part.
3: Yeah. I say I took my name from Rip Hamilton, Detroit Pistons. I feel like mine's obvious. He was one of my favorite players growing up. And so I, they used to always make fun of me because everything that they told me to buy and not rip and hold, like a week later, I
1: would send them pictures to just
3: wax everywhere. <laughs> like, I ripped it. And so they used to just call me Rip. So I went with the Rip Hamilton.
1: You're like me, man. I can hold cards all day, but I cannot hold boxes of wax. They just stare <laughs> at me. I had a like, uh, this was last year on Walmart that I saw uh retail. They had like the hangers of the prism football for like just retail cost online. And I bought a truckload of them. And I was like, I'm just going to sit on this. And then I just started seeing pictures of the red cracked ice Kyler Murray. And I was like, I got to see if that's in there. <laughs> One Saturday I just sat and I ripped them all. And I was just like, I, Yo, it was fun. It was fun though. You know,
3: I can't hold it either. I am actually my wife either. So that's that's part of my problem. So I'll hold it for about a week and my wife is into it too. And every night she'll just be like, "You got those boxes, we should just rip them. <laughs> you don't know what's in there." And so I'll just hear it and I'll just crack. And then but we and then we be hit, we find good stuff. So then it makes me want to rip all the rest of them.
1: Absolutely. And you all like if you're listening to the words in your songs and what, you know, everything you are content and everything, it's all centered A lot of it is centered around wax, ripping wax, retail, LCSs, but then so you've got the ripping wax component, which I think the hobby knows is really fun, but maybe not the smartest thing to do from an investment perspective. But then you are also talking about slabs too. So it's kind of like the sweet spot for me of this perfect balance between business opportunity and being smart and investing, but then also the entertainment component and having fun Is that just like organic, the way you're communicating about those two topics? Is it intentional? Like, I'd love to hear your perspective there.
0: It's both. It's everything. It's organic and it's intentional at the same time. It's organic because it's natural for us, but we're intentional about keeping it that way. Like, we have friends who are telling us that y'all should rap about other stuff. Slabby and I have never been in a studio. Like, we've rapped about silly stuff just, you know what I'm saying, with each other before, but. Like It's intentional that we talk about the things we talk about because we only want to really appease to this hobby. We're not trying to become the most famous rappers or anything. We just really want to bring music to the hobby. So hopefully starting in a couple of weeks, we had different genres. We got sports card analytics, up, you know what I'm saying, in on it. We got a whole bunch of people that I'm pretty sure are going to be uh, creating in this lane to come. So we really just wanted to be a part of that and show that it was cool. We all are our parents and, and work with kids on some degree. And to show the youth that it's cool to be different, it's cool to be silly, it's cool to collect toys and cards, even as adults, and it doesn't matter how you look, not to judge a book by its cover, like just all those things tie into our why and why we really do it. And that's the part that's organic. Like I said, Rip and I, the best foundation, have had a nonprofit organization. We've been giving, giving, and giving for years. You know what I'm saying? We've given more than we don't make any money off that nonprofit. You know what I mean? At all. Not one red cent ever. You know what I mean? So for us, it's the same way with this hobby. We just want to be able to spread love. Yeah, we want to make money selling cards. Who doesn't? If there's opportunity, who's not going to take advantage of an opportunity, right? And we live in California. We have kids. And so we have to be able to afford these things. It's an extra hustle. It's an investment for down the line. But man, we're real passionate about it. We're really, really passionate about it, Brett. It's something that's brought us together, you know, more than just family reunions, more than just playoffs, or holidays, you know what I mean? We talk every day now, we create every day, and now it's not just for us. Like me, we feel bad, like, hey, we gotta make sure we pump out content every single day because that's what the people, I mean, it brings us together, makes us all happy when other people are happy. So it's intentional and it's organic, and we're gonna keep it that way. That's something that we stand on, and fun too.
1: I love the passion behind it, you know, and I love just, so content creators, I think, is a a topic I just wanna touch on with you all because, content creator to content creators. I think this is an important thing because there just seems to be in general, like everyone's got their opinions about everyone making content in the hobby. I think our intentions, I think I share this with you all is that you're just trying to have fun. You're trying to give back, give the people something to enjoy. And so there's a side where like people like Lameem and Lameem turned me on to you guys. I was doing this. I was about to record a a podcast with him and I don't remember what we were talking about. He's like, have you heard Pac Man and Sosa, and they got this other guy, Rip Hamilton. So I was like, I had no idea what you're talking about. And he was like, go check these guys out. So then afterwards, we got off. I listened to you guys. I was like, this is what I needed. Like, this is what I'm talking about. So, like, I immediately felt this connection with you all because I could tell, like, you're trying to have fun. You're trying to be creative. You're trying to build and grow an audience. Like, these are things that I can appreciate. So I think just what are your thoughts on just you mentioned sport card analytics. I might be showing up in one of his videos he's dropping soon. So I think that's special, like meeting people from all over the country around creating content. Like what is your, all of your experience had been with meeting other people and content creators in the space?
0: It's the, best, it's the best feeling in the world. And this is another thing I'm gonna tell you Slabby and Rip are not the camera guys, all right? So to even have them, their voice or their face is something that I haven't been able to do myself. So for the hobby <laughs> to bring it out, I want the people <laughs> to know that they are the ones, that. because I've been trying to do this for years, just period, right? So that's that, but just on another level, man, like I said, we were really, uh, I'll say ignorant for lack of another word, thinking that we were the only ones bringing this content to the hobby because we weren't in the hobby like that. We didn't have an Instagram where we were following all of these content creators. So when we started doing it and meeting all these other creators like or breakers like, naka underscore petrifying breaker in the history that i've ever seen like we love all the breakers that but this man is so entertaining we didn't think there would be entertaining breaks most breaks are just names cards you know some yelling here and there but this man talks to you he keeps you entertained we didn't know this existed right we didn't know that people think like us collect the same things we collect you know what i mean and it was kind of naive of us but the fact that we were able to just come into the hobby and the people opened us with open arms and, and shared with us their lives and allowed us to share our lives from a hobby perspective, right? And, and for some people, it gets deeper than that, right? So while Slabby and Rip are mostly playing the background, I'm I'm the one mostly engaging with the fans, speaking on our behalf, though, because we all feel the same. <laughs> the way.
1: spokesman, you're but the that's hype man. the way we were raised,
0: but yeah, something like that. But man, it, it wouldn't be nothing without them, though. You know what I mean? Because I'd still be sitting here on my to push that button on me and said, Hey y'all, let's make this serious. This can be a brand. This can be something for real serious. I'd still be sitting here collecting my Black Panther toys. You know what I mean? So while I'm the spokesman, I feel like I have to be, you know what I'm saying? I have to it's more of like an advocate. You know what I mean? For my brothers. So
1: There you go. So, Slabby, what has it been like for you connecting with other hobby creators and just interacting with people on Instagram?
2: Just being as far as like I wasn't expecting so much love. Uh, I think all three of us we all like all about love and positivity so just coming to the hobby and like feels like everybody just embraces open arms you know which is like it's a spot so you me man everybody you know a uh, poor king everybody just embracing us' with so much love you know I appreciate that so much so you know, like I said I I move up with love and positivity so for me that's been the most like beautiful thing and fun thing just to see how hobby has brought everybody together in a positive way. And how we just break my
1: hobby. That's awesome. And I got to ask you, Rip, do people know your history at, that you're a pro athlete when they're interacting with you in the hobby or is the cat not let out of the bag yet? What's the mix on that?
3: I'll say my most interactions with the hobby is going into those break rooms on Instagram live. And just because of my handle and then the check mark next to my name, people usually tend to notice me and the breakers usually <coughs> shout me out or something like that. But it's always fun because everybody's just having a good time and I like seeing people pull good hits and like a lot of those guys have long lines or whatever. So if I get in there early enough, I'll hop in line. But I think as far as the music goes and everything, I don't think anybody knows because it's all just under Rip Hamiltop. So And that's something that I personally love because I like that there's no like, there's no filter before they listen to the music. It's like when people gravitate to it and they like it, they didn't know that it was like a formal football player doing something or had something to do with it. They just liked it because they heard it. And so that really makes me feel
1: good. Yeah, I love that, that behind the scenes. And I don't know if it was, it might have been Pac-Man. It's probably Pac-Man who left the cat out of the bag when he told me, but I told Lamim after that and Lamim was, he thought, Lamim thought I was bullshitting him. And I was like, no, 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 like check it out. So I think for me, it's just a fan of what you guys are doing. That was fun to learn and then share that information with a guy like Lamim who makes everyone laugh in the hobby. And I think that's what's just so much fun about connecting with everybody around just having fun in the hobby. And what do you guys think about just like, I don't want to bring any negativity to this conversation, but just what are your thoughts on just, like, the some people who just don't seem to be, like, embracing the hobby at its fullest through Instagram? Like, I saw a bunch of people, and this kind of, you know, made me a little upset, but a lot of people were dogging Giannis after uh, last night just because his little brother won a championship. And I'm like, do we really need to go there? What, what are your guys' thoughts? Do you think – I'm one by – What you guys are doing, I'm thinking like you're all about positivity. How do you take like some of the negativity that's in the hobby?
3: I would say I kind of treat it like a fantasy team. You put some money into a lot of these fantasy leagues and then you never know what's going to happen with the guys that play for your fantasy team. So you know it's just part of the risk versus the reward in terms of what you're investing if you're investing in a certain player and kind of gauging off of his career. So that's just I just say that's just part of the game. And that's what makes it fun. Because mm. if there was no risk, if there was no, like, chance of taking a big L, then the, the wins wouldn't feel so good. I
0: love that. What about you, Pac-Man? Uh, man, like, yeah, you know, we're all about positivity. Sometimes when we create, we bounce ideas off each other's head and we say, we ask ourselves, man, is that right? Are we going overboard? Are we... The fact that we even have to think about it is weird for us, because back in the day, that just used to be called teasing or roasting. But now it's transformed into something like bullying and shaming. And I work in education, so I see it firsthand, the impact it can really have on an individual's lives, no matter how old you are. So we really think about that as far as when we're creating content. not And we also want to be sure that we let people know it's all jokes. like We are not meaning to shame anything. But when we see it in other places, man, it's just like real life. You know what I mean? It, It's a part of everything. Everybody's not going to like everything. Everybody has their own perspective and way of delivering that, which sometimes rubs people the wrong way. But we're good at blocking stuff out, you know what I mean? And really just ignoring stuff, which can be a strength and a weakness at times. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's part of it. If it's anything that's too extreme and it goes past just cards and jokes, then we've definitely stood up and spoke up. We've witnessed something inappropriate, you know what I mean, going on online, just because what you're supposed to do. But man, it exists in this world. If it's in the world, then it's in us too. Whether we act on it or not, we have the ability to. So it humbles us even when we see it to know it exists, what to be prepared for, how to, that's why we bring as much positivity as we can to try and create that balance or imbalance when we need to, whatever's needed. So yeah, that's about it, Brett.
1: I love it. Maybe we can close out on a positive note. I want to go around the horn and each one of you tell me what you're most excited about collecting right now. And we'll start with Slabby, and uh, we'll go to Rip, and then we'll close out with Pac-Man.
2: And what I'm most excited collecting, man, I love old wax. So right now I'm just, um, man, stacking up on old wax, whether it's uh, you know, 90s basketball, 90s football, early 2000s football, Yeah, like a lot of people, like you have a problem ripping wax. I have a problem holding on to wax. I don't want to rip it. There's certain wax that I should rip, but I just don't rip it. So for me, it's just, you know, yeah, building up my my wax catalog and mostly venture stuff. I'm really starting to kind of sell newer stuff so I can buy older stuff.
1: I love that. You're moving up uh, the ladder with wax boxes, which is interesting. I feel like I'm trying to do that with slabs and I think that's something that I've learned over time is that's kind of the strategy you try to capitalize on some of the things you bought. The money never goes to like a vacation or something. The money's just going back to cards. Right back in the hobby. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Rip, what about you? What are you enjoying collecting right now?
3: Uh, right now I have a cousin that plays for the Brooklyn Nets, Jared Allen, and so I've been collecting his rookie cards and his rookie slabs. And I've just been hunting for all the best prices, trying to get them as low as I possibly can. And so that's what I've really been hunting for. And besides that, I just like ripping. So anytime I can get some boxes at some good prices, I'm down to rip it.
1: I love it. Well, Jared Allen's prices might be going up after his performance in the bubble. He played well, so that's fun. You got a connection there, and that helps guide the collecting, which is always Fun. Pac-Man, what about you? What are you enjoying collecting right now?
0: Slab and I are just alike. I love the sealed wax. I'm addicted to the sealed wax. The older, the better. Anything that we feel may have the potential to gross, bringing a nice Roy 10, 20, 30 years down the line, those are the ones we're taking a stab at. Other than that, I don't have any PCs. Growing up, when I was younger, I failed at my PCs. I had Latrell Sprewell and Gary Payton, (laughs) which wasn't too bad, but so... Kind of been staying away from the PCs. If I had to choose a PC, though, um, Slabby just put me on this. It'd be Miles Garrett. I want to start collecting Miles Garrett cards.
1: You're hurting so, me after. You're hurting me after as a Colts fan after watching Miles all over Philip Rivers yesterday. He's tough, man.
0: Yeah, and he doesn't sign anything.
1: Oh, he doesn't. I didn't know that.
0: He doesn't. That's what makes him real interesting.
1: Man, learning. This is what I love having these conversations. I Always learn something new. Before we let you guys get out of here, what's next for the crew? What can people be looking out for you guys dropping soon?
0: Man, look out for Rip Hamilton's solo track, My Pack" with the animated video. Man, just trying to just create. Look out for more music. We got dropping. We have a whole lot of music dropping. We just made it official now. I guess we could announce it here as well, too. I don't know if y'all can hear me. My internet is kind of unstable, but we have a holiday album dropping, too. So we were working on a holiday hobby album for the people and still keep our families and everybody happy at home.
1: You heard it here first on Stacking Slabs. We brought the crew together on camera for the first time in a long time, learning about the hobby, learning about the music, the content, what they're collecting. Gentlemen, thank you so much. This has been an honor. I've been having so much fun following you all, and I cannot wait to see what is next. I've been stacking paper trying to get these grades. Man, that was fun. I am thrilled about that one. Go follow all of those guys on Instagram right now. I promise you their content will make your life in the hobby as enjoyable as humanly possible. Geez, it's so much fun to have these conversations. Hit the subscribe button if you enjoyed it. Follow Stacking Slabs if you're not already. If you're not, what are you doing? Number one thing you can do if you're enjoying what you're hearing, go tell a friend about Stacking Slabs. Take care of yourself, take care of others around you, and I'll talk to you real soon.